What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Alexa, play Despacito. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> All right. Did you know the government is torturing January 6th prisoners and holding them in inhumane conditions for political purposes? Would you watch a documentary all about Nipplegate? Why Ed Sheeran thought he might be gay and why Colin Kaepernick is the biggest fraud to ever fraud with the sports recrap. I will give you the quickest, fastest, and most solid daily pop culture breakdown in the conservative movement. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. There seems to be some serious human rights abuses going on with the January 6th detainees. Almost a year later, dozens of Capitol protesters are still being held without trial. A lot of them are even in solitary confinement. We are talking about people who have been charged with no violent offenses and they're being treated worse than murderers. Hey, wait, wait, how is this legal? The New York Post has reported that a group of lawyers have been investigating these injustices and they've written letters to Amnesty International and the American Civil Liberties Union. They say in addition to prolonged solitary confinement, January 6ers have been beaten, denied medical treatment, denied regular shower access, as well as reasonable access to personal hygiene items. It is clear that January 6ers constitutional rights are being violated at DC Gitmo within five miles of the White House. Well, we have ways of making Tucker Carlson just released a docu-series called Patriot Purge, where he explores that there is a domestic war on terror happening right now. And you and I, as conservatives, are enemy number one. Tucker goes into what actually happened on January 6th, and what he says will shock you. I'll give you a hint, a name you need to know, Ray Epps. Domestic war on terror is here, is coming after half of the country. The helicopters have left Afghanistan, and now they've landed here at home. And the left is hunting the right, sticking them in Guantanamo Bay for American citizens, leaving them there to rot. You can stream the Fox Nation series and all Tucker content right now for 90 days free exclusively by going to TuckerCarlson.com. What are your theories on what's going on with the January 6th detainees? She is no longer yours to torment. Everyone is mine to torment. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake's Super Bowl Nipplegate is going to be examined in a new FX documentary. Do you think in any way that uh, Justin Timberlake left you hanging out there? 
According to the New York Post, the team behind the show is the same one that launched Framing Britney Spears. Sort of interesting how young JT is involved with yet another docuseries involving a controversial pop culture event. This is gonna be good. The movie will dive deep into the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show incident, which saw Justin Timberlake expose Jackson's breast on live TV in front of millions upon millions of viewers. Three boobies are one too many boob. The new documentary will be called Malfunction and will debut November 19th at 10 p.m. Eastern simultaneously on both FX and Hulu. You need to stop that right now. It's a family show. Remember how lame the Macy's Day Parade was last year because of the pandemic? Usually the streets are packed with people, and last year only a few select flows came down the completely empty New York streets. Depressing was an understatement. With performances by star of The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, and The Roots, the queen of country music, Dolly Parton, singing sensation, Tori Kelly, pop star, B.B. Rexa. The good news is that this year, the parade will be back to being what it was pre-pandemic, with live performances by Carrie Underwood and Kristen Chenoweth, to name a few. There will also be 15 giant character balloons featuring a brand new star, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Does your family watch the Macy's Day Parade every year, or is my family the only one that does that? Ed Sheeran says that when he was little, he thought he was gay. He said on a podcast that as a child, he was so in touch with his feminine side that he wondered if he might be gay. OMG guys, Ed Sheeran is in my car. Girl, you know I want you. He said, I love musical theater, I love pop music, I love Britney Spears. My masculine side probably stops at drinking beer and watching football. Andy says he's not a car guy. I'm not saying you're anti-gay, I'm saying you are a girl. Ardor? You are gay. Ardor. Argay. This is what is so stupid about the left. They preach about how gender stereotypes are harmful and we shouldn't expect all boys to like certain things and all girls to like certain things. And yet, if you are a boy or girl who likes the opposite things of your stereotype, now they won't even say you're gay. They'll say you're trans. Ed Sheeran is lucky that he was born when he was because if he would have gone through this sort of period of doubt now in 2021, he would certainly be Eva Sheeran. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. Get ready, because I got a short sports recap for you this week. Yay, sports! On a new Netflix special, Colin Kaepernick compares being in the NFL to slavery. So there's that. Can you compare a bunch of guys, of all colors, by the way, because not every NFL player is black, to being a slave? Also, you're making millions and millions of dollars to play this sport. This is insane, you fool! Wasn't Colin Kaepernick like two weeks ago saying how he prays every night to go back to play in the NFL? This man is a scam artist extraordinaire. He'll do anything for the grift. Colin, maybe you weren't good at football because you clearly have no idea what it is! I think we might have a hustler here. I started watching Gwyneth Paltrow's Sex, Love, and Goop. Oh boy, that's a weird show. She is so odd, and yet, I can't stop watching. I feel like she's the cool girl from school that you either loved or hated. There was no in-between. Anyway, have you seen it? Do you love her? Does she bug you? Today is the last day to catch up on The Spillover before the new episode tomorrow night at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, so make sure you do that. Friday night, I'm speaking at Texas A&M. DM me at Poplitics on Instagram for the RSVP link if you wanna go. 
Speaking of tickets, make sure you're getting your America Fest tickets at tpusa.com slash americafest. Use code Alex for 25% off. You're welcome. We are still struggling with the algorithm changes for people to see politics episodes. So like this episode, tell me what your theories are on the January 6th prisoners. If your family watches the Macy's Day Parade and Sharon thinking that he was gay and Colin Kaepernick comparing the NFL to slavery, then post this episode to your stories and hit the save button. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, and I will have new hair. It's makeover time again. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.